everybody. That's right. Welcome back to Fly Casual. Tonight, we're talking about time loop movies. That's right. We're going into the genre that you know and love about the person who doesn't know what the heck is going on on another Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! Another fly casual. That's right, everybody. Tonight we're talking about time loop movies. Wait, That's right. Guys. Everybody's favorite genre about the dude who's confused about I am so being confused. caught in the same day over and over again. Why Welcome you, back to another fly casual. Let's get Mike ruined it. I am so confused right now. What's happening? Wait, guys. Damn it, guys. You ruined it. Hello? You ruined the intro. Listen, Mike, I'm all for... (laughs) Hey! Welcome back, everybody, to another Fly Casual. That's right. Tonight, we're talking about time loop movies. You know, the movies about the dude what's stuck in a... living the same day over and over again, doesn't know what's going on, on another Fly Casual. to put a bullet in my brain. <laughs> I don't know what's happening here. I don't think it'll make much difference, Mike. <laughs> no, no, hey, no, Mike, usually, no! Mike, usually I'm all for like shenanigans and stuff during yeah, the intro, right? but you really are kind of, you kind of threw me off just now. I did? Yeah, yeah, you're like giggling and laughing and stuff while I'm trying to do the intro, and I think... I think we all know that my my Amen. level of skill with this mm. is fragile at best. <laughs> fragile, as some it's fragile. Say. You guys, and uh, I, I have I have trouble actually getting through that. If you're just going to be making noise, you guys time. are. You guys don't. You have no sense of what's going on here. No. Yes, yes. I know what's going on We're here. What's happening is you're being an ass, and I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> Not being Got an it. ass. <laughs> I'm reliving the same moment in time over and over. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You expect us to believe that? Yes. No. Oh, I know what's happening. Guys, this is because Mike didn't take his senior vitamins. (laughs) That's what's happening. Let me take a nice... Long swig of my vitamin, Mike's, my old man vitamin. Mike's mm. having another episode. Grandpa's cough medicine. Here <laughs> okay. we go. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Oh, no. Oh, shit. What? <laughs> no. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to another Fly Casual. That's right. Tonight Stop. we're talking about Stop. time. No. Mike, what are you doing? I'm trying to do the intro for the show. Do you not understand how this works? We're only 283 episodes in, and you still haven't figured out that you have to stay quiet. <sighs> While I'm doing the intro, because, see, I don't know if you've understood this, but I'm actually, my level of skill with this is fragile at best. <laughs> Damn it, Mike. God, okay. And so uh, you kind of got to let me get through it if we're going to actually be able to even kick this All off right. tonight. We're going to let this day 
happen. We're get, this is going to happen. All right. All right. Are we going to do another take, or are we just going to move forward like we I, normally do? Well, we might as well just move forward like right. we normally do. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you know what would really suck if Mike slowly figures out that it's every time he takes a drink? <laughs> Wait a minute. Whoa. Whoa. Take your medicine, Mike. We dare Drink you. it up, Jenny. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome I'm back to Fly Casual. <laughs> yeah, it's probably going to happen again at some Hello. point. It'll be after it'll be after uh, Docket and Porkins and News and all that, and we'll have to just go through it all again because of whatever you're going through right now, Mike. Yeah, Mike. I hope you understand that. Yeah, I'm, Mike. Yeah, Mike. I'm just along for the ride. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what's happening tonight. We are talking about some of my favorite movies, and I think some of your favorites as well, I'm hoping. We're talking about time loop films. Ooh. That's right. Movies where a character gets caught in a time loop and have to figure out why or how to get out of it. And... I love these films, so I'm really looking forward you to loathe, you that. Loathe, loathe, loathe. I, I loaf. I pinch loaves mm. in excitement over these films. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, excited, just pooping, just yeah. very oh, excited. There you go. Yeah, oh, I don't like that. Joy, joy pooping. That's my favorite. Oh, the pee and the poops. Oh yeah, the pees and poops in the gas station bathrooms. Yeah, I thought you would all appreciate that. I'm glad to glad to share. I'm glad to share that. With you. <laughs> Mike hasn't seen that one. I have to show him. Mm. That was a different group chat, Mike. It was a different uh, one. I don't want to relive that day. <laughs> no. Yeah, that wasn't an animation. That was that wasn't an automation. That was uh, actually Mike. Automation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so anyway. So well, what your oh, no! There ain't no No, that's it. I'm I'm out. Hey! I'm gone. No, 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 no. back, everybody to fly cash. Mike, Son what are you out of? of? A bitch. What what all right. All right. Is that how we're kicking this off tonight? Mike, shut up, Mike. Mike, I don't know if you understand this, but my right. skill and ability with these I, intros is no, fragile at damn best. It, damn it, damn it, damn All right? it, damn it. And if you're not quiet, I can't get the intro. And I, I like doing the first take even when it gets messed up, but we didn't even get to the theme music. You know what? I'm going to be... I'm gonna be uh curled up in the corner over there just rolling around that well at least i get through the intro hopefully yeah, you'll well, be back to take part if in that's this what it takes if that's what it takes that's what it takes all right well you know we're first takers so we're just gonna forge on ahead yeah might uh, as well you do that yeah so you do you anyway ladies and gentlemen i'm Corey. over there's mike having an episode of some kind uh, hi hi hello? mike hi, okay hello you gonna be able to double down and get through this hi. i hope <sighs> I'm going to take a swig of Grandpa's whole cough medicine and see what happens. Okay. Well, hopefully uh, that calms your senses enough to just... Uh, well, that was a big sip. Damn that it. was a big sip. It's better not. No. Okay. <laughs> Go on. Move. Move along. I Move along. Over there at Master Control, Stephen J. Howie. What's up with Mike? A dude. This guy. Am I right? Yeah. Might as well bring that Hawkeye guy. back. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, one of your kids just tried to sign into iTunes. Hold on. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> Wait. Wait, what? By the way, I'm re-watching MASH, and that oh, is... Of course you are. That is... Oh, right. That's Hawkeye and uh, Trapper, and it's like one of the first two or three episodes. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I was watching it. Like, we just started, I'm like, oh my gosh, that was the mic laugh. <laughs> that was the nice. one. <laughs> Nice. Very happy about that. Found it. Yep. Cross pond down a few, Mr. Garrick, not Jay Hardy. What up? Ah. Hey, Mike. You guys tell me never to talk during the intro, and here Mike 
goes talks all over the intro. I'm gonna yeah, have I don't want to make. Have to I demand out. apologies. For I don't want to make a habit of this, Garrick. This is going to be the exception to the rule. But right now, I'm too frustrated to go back and try and do it again. So yeah, we all hate Mike right now. Fine, that's how it is. Blatant I can't wait till you guys process. hear this episode and you tell me what you hear. Know what I'm expecting? Uh, I know what I'm I hear because I just heard it. Now too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm. We'll see what mm. you hear with your behavior. <laughs> Young man, I'm going to channel Chris Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris Elliott, where's he been? Oh yeah, Shit's Creek. There yeah. is not enough Chris Elliott in my life. You I need to watch Shit's Creek then. I, I, it's on my queue. Yeah, I have not watched. He's got a it mullet. Yet. It's hilarious. Yeah, he's he is he is yeah, quintessential Chris Elliott awesome. in that show. So, uh, speaking of shows, gentlemen, it's time for what is up your docket face. <laughs> Up my dock, get face. It's in ooh, my face. Dock face. Gentlemen, have you been watching Sturf? Yeah. Always. Well, then, Howie, tell me what's up. What have you, so, you been doing? What have you been seeing? What have you been watching? I saved this particular show. For this oh. particular show. Oh. So it. My God. <laughs> thank you, Garrick. <laughs> I, think, I think you're taking mine. Wait so I'm for scrambling it. for another one already. Um, It's a show that's similar vein to what we'll be talking about later. You. Uh, but it's a German show. Never mind. Didn't take mine. Nope. Ah, I'm, das ist gut. Dark. Ah, Dark. <laughs> Don't you mean Schwartz? It's called Dark. Uh. So, um, <laughs> this is an interesting take on it, it's you not mean so much time loop, but it kind of is in the fact that it's time travel. Ooh, traveling time. But things repeat <gasps> themselves. Ah. Uh? So I'm going to give you a little hook. Hook me in. Just a little taste. Is it um, all in German? It, well, it's overdubbed in English. Nice. So you, you know, it, from, I don't know why, but it does not take me long now to get past that. Like I get into That's the good. characters and I like, yeah, their mouths don't match what they're saying, but I don't care. I, I'm enjoying right. the show. If it's now a you're ready show. for Kung Fu movies with me. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> um, but the little hook that's a, a little bit of a spoiler, but it's not too much. But uh, there's uh, a thing that happens and it causes time to to loop. And it's based on the lunar solar. Uh, I forget now what it's even called, but basically the cycle that happens uh, it's moon real, period. Got it. It's a real thing that happens like every 33 years, uh, the, the lunar cycle and the solar cycle, like are back in, a, in an alignment and then they takes another 33 years to get to back there. Okay. But, uh, so <clears throat> this time travel thing happens where you can go either into the future 33 years or in the past 33 years. And oh, what would you choose? It's like, would well, you rather? You can go back and forth. I mean, it's the people who end up knowing about it can do it at will. More or less. Do it at will. Okay. Yeah. Can you pick any time in that 33 years or exactly well, that's, 33 That's the years interesting ago? thing is 
a day that happens here is a day that happens 33 years in the past or in the future. So it's not like I can go back. I mean, it's literally 33 years from the second that you go back. Oh. So it's like progressing. Okay. It's not a range. It's just two points. You can pick one. Why wouldn't I go to the future and get the sports scores? Why wouldn't I Marty McFly this? Well, there's there's yeah, another thing point. that happens that I'm not going to talk about that causes things to kind of go in this loop. So um, it's very interesting. It's a... A, a very for me it's a, it was kind of an, an odd edited or directed experience because i don't know how I long does it take one to time travel um it's like walking through a door so um oh. well if you break that down to like the smallest bit of time it'd be like impossible right yeah because part of you would still be in the present yeah. For like a split second. Yep. Yep. Parties like in the past or future. Mm-hmm. This, maybe there's, this, maybe this there's a buffer. This show is impossible. Maybe there's a that's buffer. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, that's what I like about this show because. It's not a fine line. <laughs> there are things in this that I still like. I don't know. I, I don't know because things it's have German? happened. Things have happened so many times that the future has affected the past and the past has affected the future. And so now you have this amalgamation of. Events. Did you just say monalgamation? I did. All right. Monalgamation. Monalgamation. I'm I'm (laughs) stuck (laughs) in the Muppets. Mm -hmm. Uh, 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 Of like things affecting themselves so that you don't really know the origin of how this all started. Right. So it's kind of an interesting Mm. mind. I like stuff like that. You know, for whatever reason, it's making me remember that show that was on NBC like 11 or 12 years ago that I can't remember the name of, but it was about a guy who would just suddenly go back. It was like yeah. Quantum Leap-esque. No, I know what you're talking about. It yeah. Had, uh, that guy who's on, on uh, Grey's Anatomy now, but... Uh, <laughs> like, that means anything to me. <laughs> yeah. Of course, Grey's Anatomy. I mean, if we're not talking about McDreamy, wife, I don't know but... who we're talking about. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the blonde-haired dude or whatever. Journeyman. Journeyman, yep, yep. We, we were kind of watching that at the same time. It was yeah. one season, and it was really it was, good. It was one then, of a billion shows that NBC didn't even finish a full season on that were right. really great. Yep. But NBC had no idea how to market or capture an audience. Right. Fox does that all the time as well. They yeah. all do. They all suck. So, yeah. It's, all of them. Black Donnelly's was right there right after it. Oh, man. They had so many good ones. They just squandered. Yeah. The only other thing that it caught me odd with this, I, I think it's just the style that they have, is... Sometimes you're just like spit it out, mm-hmm. you know, but the, so the things don't like move super fast. It's not, it's not an action based. Oh. Uh, Is it in high contrast, black and white? No. Oh, it's not that German. Is though. it dark? It is dark. It's not sprockets. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so. It's not like, on dark when we dance. <laughs> but yeah, so the dialogue kind of moves slow at times. Yeah. A lot more than I'm used to. So that that's took some getting used to, but still quite enjoyable. You're watching a lot three, of three seasons out already. You're, you're watching a lot of foreign language shows. I, lately. Well, the problem is, is I started watching one, and now Netflix is like, "Oh, you want all of them now?" <laughs> it does. Oh, so, right. And so I'm like, eh, maybe no. that's why I never see anything new because my Netflix is controlled by my wife and kid. Yeah. It's probably so, what get your own account, dude. Yeah, like you can set up multiple things. I did. It's things. the first yeah. one, and lazy people click on the first one. Some actually, it's more my wife than my kid. Set up a new one that says, 
um, actually, you know what I need to do or something. You know what I need to do is just use Netflix more to oh, watch yeah. things that I like. Yeah, because Netflix kind of and we've drifted apart, and I don't think it knows me anymore. No, it doesn't. No. Don't know me. But yeah, I've I've. No, you don't. It's actually been a kind of a benefit because I've been falling into these series. Groundhog Day. That, uh, um, you know, I would not have normally gone to. I've actually saw this probably a year or two ago and on the thing. I was like, oh, that sounds kind of interesting. In fact, I actually started watching it. But then I saw, oh, this is another foreign film that I have to, I think at the time it was subtitled. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Ugh. And so I, I, I like probably got like five minutes into it. Didn't, didn't give it a, a chance at all because I was like, didn't wasn't in the mood for it. I can't read. I don't. I don't mind that um, to a point, but I can't like everything I watch. I have to read. Yeah. yeah. So that's like eighty percent of the shows I watch are. No one. Read. No one is surprised. <laughs> no one. Of course. Then again, I'm half deaf and have the subtitles on anyway. So I have oh, yeah, captioning on. So I read everything I watch. So yeah. Uh, Give it a go if that sounds interesting to you. Give it a giddy goo. And and Mike, Mike, not to leave you out. Yes, what? Huh? There are boobs and ass in this too. <gasps> well, it's German. Thank Jesus. Yes. Yeah. It's required right. by the German Entertainment Bureau thing. The thing that's kind of messed up is you're like, how how old are you? Me? Oh. Yikes. Yeah, that's creepy. I don't ever I don't ever like it when my brain asks that question. Like, if know, it feels the need to ask that question, I start panicking. I know that you're in fact I, I immediately looked up the person. Because you had to know whether to feel guilty or not. Oh yeah. no. Yeah. But they play I a never character feel that's guilty. in high school, so you're like, oh. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Hey, yeah. eighteen. Eighteen. You can be in high school and be eighteen. It's all good. We're good. It's We're really, golden here. The law may say that. Shoot, the law in this state says 16, you're all good. <gasps> yes. Gross. But not me so much. <laughs> yeah, because, like, especially now, like, I... You got kids approaching that age. Well, somebody was wearing a tight tank top and short shorts today. I told you not to bring mm. this up. I'm embarrassed. Oh, it's got to be brought up. <laughs> Otherwise, no. you can't correct it. <laughs> but it's like a time in my life now where I see that and I'm like you have to govern it almost disgusted yeah, yeah. I was going to say yeah. yeah it's not hard to to govern that stuff anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah put like, some clothes on you hussy especially, <laughs> especially when it's your own you're like I was going to say yeah mm. because when you have teenage daughter you're just like yeah you're not wearing no, yeah. go upstairs. You re- no, do you no, know no. what? Do I, you know what lot- I can see right now? <laughs> I'm making it sound a lot aware? worse than probably what it really was. But my mind sees, you know, you're almost completely nude. Yeah, it's like yeah. this is what I see, and I'm in my 40s. If I were 13, <laughs> I'd what, be excusing myself to yes. the restroom right now. And then I would go into a room, and my mind would allow me to see all sorts of additional things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh God. Exactly. Okay, oh. me next. Me next. I uh, I decided I wanted to watch some lighthearted comedy because the world is full of uh, of, of hate and threats and horrible things. So good. I went on a little bit of a comedy binge for a stint when we got back from vacation. Good on you, bro. And I watched the new David Spade movie that was oh, released yeah. on Netflix. Oh no! I watched the wrong Missy. 
Okay. What? I, I've well, I've seen. The, you should watch the right missing. I've no, seen the trailer yeah. for this. It was uh yeah, it was the right. I've never even heard I, of this. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. It looked it looked like a Netflix film. <laughs> okay, let me tell you what. If this movie got released released straight to theaters or in theaters in the nineties, it'd have done fine. I don't know that there's a home for these types of comedies these days. I mean, even yeah. Adam Sandler. It's, it's also hit the Happy Madison produced. So yeah, Netflix, right. right? Okay. All this That's stuff it. is going in that direction now. If you're, you know, I mean, shoot, even the Will Ferrell movie, the Eurovision. You know, it's like yeah. this is what's happening now, but. Did you like it? I just want to know if you liked it. If I, you did, I'm going to put it in my queue. I did. Okay. There, let me put it this way. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah? At all. Okay. It's it's solid. It's so... Oh, there Now, Mike, there's no naked boobs or butt. No, no, I don't need that. But <laughs> there, especially but there with is a, David Spade, I don't need that. But, but there is a violent <laughs> sex scene <laughs> that Sarah Chalk is a part of. Who? And Wait Sarah Chalk... Wait a minute. He said the magic word. Sarah Chalk, violent sex who is Elliot from Scrubs. Uh huh. Yes. Yes. yes, I know who Sarah Chalk is. Becky, we all know will. who Sarah Chalk is. Let me tell you, Sarah Chalk is aging like the finest of wine. He, she is more surprised. beautiful every day. Okay. And she's great. Actually, if I had one complaint, yeah, it's that. She didn't have a more comedic, bigger role in the film. Oh She's like a secondary Lord. character. Okay, yes, I'm watching. But this. I mean, <laughs> the character made sense. It's just I will always want more Sarah Chalk because I feel like she's brilliant yeah. in myriad ways. So, right. um, David Spade, I think for the first time in a long time, plays a character that is much more like his character from Tommy Boy. Okay. Um, he's like the nerdy guy right. who wears a suit to work. Right. Right. Uh, and yeah, he. He's old. He's a guy. He's he's a smart guy, but he's not very. So he's a, he's, he's kind of like you know he's got to hide behind you know a couple you know he's he's sarcastic but not brave enough to be a presence. Right. He's you right. Know, he's with got a nervous energy. His sar but, his sarcasm is for himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's 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 not Richard, but it's it's not far off. Okay. Okay. All right. And the the premise is that he right out of the the first scene he's on a blind date right and this chick named uh melissa shows up yeah now i've seen this girl in other stuff yeah she's been in, she's all been in a lot of, of stuff lately yeah she's in all kinds of stuff actually the, for whatever reason the thing that sticks out to me is the between two ferns movie okay <laughs> she played she had a major role in that right. but she's in like every kind of this type of comedy she shows up she's on like parks and rec several times i believe yeah she shows up all over the place and i've always thought that she's pretty in a very awkward, great way, yes, that which right. appeals to me a lot. Right. And she's hilarious because she's got a manic energy, <laughs> but she always plays these manic energy characters. And right. so I was like, I don't know if this is going to be a bit too much. Right. You know, and that, and that's exactly that's the problem with the trailer. With the trailer. Yeah. Yes. So it's pretty over the top. It's better than the trailer gives. gives. I mean, it is straight up that. Right. But it earns it. Okay. And so he he's and on I his blind date, that. and she's like the worst kind of blind date, it, and it's over the top. Like she's so aggro and in his face about everything, and just immediately wants to get married. And she carries like a giant Bowie knife, Bowie knife in her purse, and 
Like she's just like a total freak and nothing. You don't know if you can believe anything she says. Right. She has a horrible blind date. And then he tries to escape out the out the bathroom. And there's there's some actually there's some great camera work in this scene where she's like literally wondering why he's in the bathroom so long. So she comes in to talk to him and just slides in <laughs> under the stall, like on her back, looking right up at him. And it looks so awkwardly natural. <laughs> like it's it's That's I don't know. Weird. The yeah. movie I'm not laughing out loud this movie, but I was enjoying it yeah. the whole time. Okay. Um, but yeah, and it brings back some people like I haven't seen in a while, like uh, the dad from, oh no, now I don't remember the name of the show. The Bobcat Goldwaith play it was the voice of a puppet bunny that was in the dad's imagination. Holy crap. And that <laughs> Nikki, the Nikki, bunny? no, Nikki Cox was the hot daughter. It was basically married with children, but with other people and a bunny that talks to the dad. Was and it I Greg the Bunny. Look up Nikki ah. Cox because I think oh, it's man. I think I got her name right. Go ahead. I think Howie. it's careful. That might be a porn star. I'm not sure. Anyway, <laughs> um, but uh, till death was it called till death? Maybe. Man, I I don't remember. Barely remember what you're talking about. But yeah. So the dad from that, I would say, but he plays like the owner of the company that's going on this business retreat, and. His best friend, Nick Swartzen, who is also sometimes a bit strong of a cup of coffee. Nick Swartzen's comedy can be a bit in your face, right? Mm -hmm. So I was a little worried, but it's the perfect character. He's like the pervert friend that's in every single one of these throwaway comedies. There's always a pervert friend, right? But he's all the funny. The the funny part is he's the head of HR. <laughs> and so and they're setting up the business retreat. It's even better. And they decide the, the business retreat that you can bring your spouse. And so he's trying to convince him. He's like, you got to get back on the horse. You got to get a date, blah, blah, blah. And he meets this chick in an airport and she's ungodly beautiful and out of his league, but they hit it off. They start to do it in an airport bathroom. And then She's like, well, give me your, oh, but her flight's got to go and it stops. She's like, well, just give me your number and I'll text you. He's like, oh, and he, she leaves and he's like, oh, he's never going to text back. And then immediately gets a text. And he's like, oh. So then they have this retreat and he's like, dude, you got a date. So he says, I'm going to text her and ask this chick if she'll go on the corporate retreat with me. But when he shows up to get on the plane, he texts the wrong girl. He texted the wrong <laughs> Missy. And so the one from the blind date shows yeah. up and this strap in. Yeah. Because she's just like insane. But the thing is, she's good insane. Yeah. It's, it's too much. Yeah. But it earns, like I said, it earns yeah. it. I thought it was a solid, like, not really like a genre comedy, because that's the thing. So many comedies are genre comedies now. It was just like a situational comedy mm -hmm. that it worked. It yeah. it's not gonna it's not gonna blow anybody's not doors off. Shattering, but but yeah. absolutely solid date film. Yeah. You know, to watch and and have a few laughs. I, I enjoyed it. I'd watch it again. Cool. I, I really enjoyed it. So well, yeah, I'm glad to hear a whopping thirty three percent or what rotten <laughs> I know, dude. It's that's <laughs> the thing. It doesn't fit the mold of comedies today. Now, wait, I, people don't say, know how to digest it. When you say thirty three percent, is that critics or is that audience? That's critics. Fifty two percent audience. Fuck, fuck critics. <laughs> Sorry. I feel like fifty two percent audience is pretty fair <laughs> given the fact that yeah. this is just some like David Spade's old guys. Yeah. Oh I know. Yeah, like right. a film like oh, this well, with a, he? uh, he's in his mid fifties, I think. That wasn't a joke. But uh <laughs> Yeah. But uh the, the thing is like Who's it for these days? It's for right. us. Yeah, sure, right. No. It's not for it's not for people. Yep. It's not for twenty something. No, they don't care. No. No. It's not for them. Right. It wasn't made with a lot of money. Mm -hmm. It was just it's just a solid put together film with a decent small cast. Mm-hmm. 
And and this is a Netflix film, right? Yeah, yeah, straight yeah, to Netflix. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I I give it a recommend. I say if you're if you're in your late thirties or or late thirties to to mid fifties and you grew up watching these like kind of like Lorne Michaels produced films yeah, stuff the, like that. This the is nineties. If like, you really enjoyed the, the movie Grown Ups. <laughs> or Grown Ups 2. I didn't see Grown Ups 2. I thought Grown Ups was okay. Oh, yeah. Rob Schneider's in it. Oh, I'm in. Yeah. Totally in. Actually, this is one of... Rob Schneider shows up in all the Happy Madison movies, right? This is probably my favorite Rob Schneider in a long time. <laughs> like, the character that he plays is so needlessly superfluous, and but yet they commit to it so well. That's and, great. Yeah. I, I, I think it's fun. It's a fun film. Nice. Now, Garrick. Oh, well, speaking of foreign language media, I, uh, <laughs> backstory. Let's, let's start with the backstory. Oh, so, oh God, it's a different go. language and there's a backstory. Here no. we go. So I got put on a project with a, the Indian guy at work and he recommended some, some Bollywood movies. Oh, Here no. we go. <laughs> oh, no. We know, so we know, we've been down movies. this before. We have. Been down yeah. this hall before. But there's one on you know uh, Amazon Prime. If you have the Prime membership, it's, it's, uh, included in your membership to watch it's called war w-a-r just like you know is there an exclamation point like when nope, people battle each other nope just war it's like what so is this it movie for? was Absolutely came out i think nothing. last year or the year before war. um <laughs> so it's good God, relatively Joel. new Burner. and it's it was one of the one of the top grossing films in bollywood i guess ever yeah kind of, for an action movie anyway Put your Sarah uh, chalk away. But it's a, it's a fantastic movie. <laughs> if you like <laughs> explosions and guns and people doing ninja kicks, and car chases, just like great action intercut with like MTV hip hop videos, <laughs> rap, rap dances. Then it's great. My understanding that this movie was like the attempt to say, what is the 200% over the top spectacle? I think this was in order to make to to hope that Michael Bay would watch to make his balls <laughs> explode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like my understanding, Michael Bay would be like, "Oh my god, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen," and I didn't that I didn't make. Yeah, my understanding is that this movie is literally like, what is the absolute most insane level of spectacle that we can make cohesive oh. enough for people oh, to enjoy? Yeah. I mean, the story actually is kind of engaging yeah on some level but they still intercut like it, it kind of was like a throwback to 90s action movies where you got the big muscly dudes doing like uh f- like insane fighting moves and shooting impossible shots into people's faces and it's it's just sick fun it's the kung fu movie of action movies it, it really is yeah <laughs> like one part like it's just out of control. Like, so there's these two guys are kind of at odds with each other. I'll say, I don't want to spoil it in case you want to see it. You know, I may. uh, And I hate myself for it. He like, so they shoot down a helicopter. He, he, he has like a 50 caliber sniper rifle or something like you do. And you don't see this. This happens off, off screen, but he shoots uh, this helicopter down and explodes. And as the explosion is going up, that same guy just comes roaring out of it on a motorcycle like th- there is no time for him to, you know, put away the gun and get on the motorcycle, start it up and all that. He just comes barreling out of this ball of fire. And it's this amazing, sh- like incredibly out of control shot. It's it's so good. <laughs> so good. Wow. 
Bollywood. Yeah. Nice. back at it again. So what? Every time I this am. guy walks in the room, do you just go, hey, what's another Bollywood movie I can watch? And then he just like <laughs> shakes his head. No, we're, we're, all, <laughs> well, we're, we're all remote now. So we're on team. So there's always that like, I don't know, five, 10 minutes while you're waiting for people to get on. Or oh, whatever. right. Yeah. So he, he always asks, hey, you seen any good Bollywood movies lately? I'm like, oh, no, I, I haven't. I, I don't know which wow, one to do next. You. And he'll give me like two or three to go watch and I'll watch him. That's great. Yeah, they're all fantastic. Like that's that. the only like reason. I, the only way I would get motivated to watch that is if I had someone who was like my dealer. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, he told me he told me to watch another one called Sang Singham or Sang. Eric's double dipping. Why aren't you calling yeah, him out, sorry. Howie? <laughs> he hasn't watched yeah. it yet. He's looking at Sarah. But that didn't matter why. last time. Yep. You got to on Amazon. You have Garrick, to type stop it. war. <laughs> no, I'm telling you how to find it. You got to ah, type war no. and in in parentheses Hindi. The, like the language ah, or or else Hindi. like you, it doesn't come up for some reason but yeah. lame i wonder why yeah. because they expect us to be as dumb as we usually are mm-hmm. and not want mm-hmm. to watch anything that's in a different language yeah. not like that howie kid over there but mike what's up? oh man well okay so my daughter wants me to watch this show with her right oh and she comes to me and she's like dad do you still Dad, love me? I love anime. I'm like, yeah. Wait. I'm like, you love what? <laughs> yeah. You're you're doing a good job. <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> she's like, you got to watch this new show with me. I love it. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, it's called My Hero Academia. And it's anime. Well, it's, it is definitely anime. And she starts. Now that she's is a true anime. She, she proceeds to tell me what anime is. I'm like, I'm like, oh, child, my sweet summer child. I have seen all the episodes of Cowboy Bebop. There is nothing you can teach me. Also, I watched part of Akira. Uh, she so she brought up My Hero Academia, and she's and I was like, well, you know what? We can do anime, but maybe we should try something like you know Avatar or something. Also Last not Airbender. anime, but yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, come on, Mike. Last Airbender, not anime? No. That, no. No. Dude, yes, yes, that was no. animated in Korea. Okay. That was well, there uh, that was a Nickelodeon produced show, and the showrunner was who now? Or the writer? I don't director? Know. Writer? Good director? enough. Was, Close uh, enough. Was Filoni. Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni. I would still prefer to watch that. Well, yes. <laughs> I would think. I. No. Actually... She made me sit down and watch at least the first episode with her. And uh, what's it called again? My Hero Academia. It's yeah, Japanese, it's so it's a bunch of words that make no sense <laughs> slapped together. <laughs> it's one of the the more popular animes that have come out in the last. That years. is more current, especially with the yeah. youngs. Yeah, it's not yeah. Akira. Let's put it that way. Yeah, right. It's it's probably the most fair? popular currently. I would say. Like, I hear about. I mean, it all main, the time. mainstream animates. Yeah, it's the most popular. You know, if you're that <laughs> into well, that, you know. her her friend, her <laughs> yeah. friend, uh, you know, put her you know put her up to this. So she's been watching it, and and she and I think she's uh, having her brother watch it with her too. So really, uh, he probably maybe shouldn't be watching this. I don't know. He's only ten, but uh, was it that yeah. suggestive? Yeah, there's a couple. 
couple of things. Yeah, there's oh, wait, it's anime. I'm sorry, I forgot. <laughs> there's, I forgot. Yeah, there's might be a one or two, I don't know, ass shots or, you know, things like that. Ridiculously but, gravity-defying breasts. Yeah, yeah, kind of things like that. Actually, yeah. one of the girls does control gravity. <laughs> With her breasts. There you go. With her breasts. <laughs> I guess it's possible. All right, All right righty. So the, uh, <laughs> Squeeze. All right, so the premise of the show is that... Uh, we, we live in a world where just about everybody's got what they call quirks or quirks and uh, which which is like everybody's got like a like a, a superpower. Mm-hmm. Some people have varying degrees of this. Most people have just kind of like like novel, like little talents mm-hmm. they have. Right. But then you have the people that have the super talents, you know, you have yeah. what's the main character, Garrick? I can't remember his name. Uh, the, the, the main. My- yeah. All okay. Yes, that guy. <laughs> Character, I mean, uh, how he's looking at him online right now. Well, at least not looking yeah. at Sarah Chalk pictures. Anyway. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes, we've moved on. No, I've been mixing Sarah Chalk with <laughs> my So many tabs open right now. So, but no, you've, it's a, it's you've got a class up, of people that have talents that make them like superheroes. And I was telling these guys earlier, it kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, the, the boys. boys, you know, where... People kind of worship the the heroes that have the you know all the talent. And Season the ones two is going to be dropping right after this episode. I know yeah. truth, yeah, truth. Basically. But uh, um, I don't know. Again, I watched the first episode. It was it was okay, I guess, for an anime. You know, and I I, I guess it's it's kind of funny and cute. Maybe that my daughter's all into it. I guess I I, I was a little concerned at first when she's telling me that she likes an anime, and I'm like, ooh. Which one? Yeah. yeah. Wait, what, know, are we, we what are we totally, talking about here? We should totally get on eBay and buy up some old VHS cassettes of old anime and put them in a brown bag and you give it to her for her next like birthday or Christmas present and be like, Say, what? I thought you liked anime. Yeah, you ever seen this one called Ninja Scroll? Yeah. You ever seen this You one? have no idea where the tentacles go in this one. Well, she was asking me about, she's like, well, there's this one too that I'm... I hear about it's called Sailor Moon. I don't know about this one. Mm. <laughs> that one's all right. She, she can watch right. Sailor Moon. She can watch Sailor Moon. All right. Yeah. It's basically all I know about Sailor Moon. All I know about Sailor Moon is that all these girls do cosplay, and the cosplay all, is slightly and, sexier. <laughs> and that one chick in the no, Olympics. they are avatars of the different planet and the moon. <laughs> the oh, one chick in the Olympics, Olympics dressed like her in one of her. Oh rides. yeah, and her little skate yeah, thing. Did the That's, yeah, that was cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, fourteen-year-old can watch Sailor Moon, right? It used to be on. Uh, uh, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, it used to be on Nickelodeon, wasn't it? They're doing a live action, or was uh, that Cartoon Network? They, they, they already oh. have. Is that a live action? They already have. Yeah, wow. Sailor Moon is okay. an anime, no. but they have done. No, he's talking about oh, My Hero Academia. Oh yeah, probably they live action. <laughs> they live action everything. <laughs> yes, right. So I don't know. We'll see how this uh, turns out, but uh, there's like four seasons of that, right? Yeah, but well, I think the newest season doesn't come out till next month, and my oh. daughter has watched all of them so far, and she's dying. She's <laughs> like, she can't wait. She's like, oh my gosh, she's gonna wait like four weeks. I can't got, wait, Dad. It's got a long story to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, I, I guess the so, like I said. Everybody has these quirks. The main character, though, is is a kid that doesn't have a quirk. <laughs> yeah, that's He's the hook. Like, yes, that's the hook. Right? Is he hiding the fact that he doesn't have a quirk, or does I everybody don't, know? Well, I don't know. I don't well, if know. you want spoiler, I could tell you. <laughs> Go ahead, spill it because okay. I'm probably yeah, not going to have much. a. He doesn't have a quirk, but, but he finds out that he is. A, he's uh, still a hero. He is though. the quirk. 
He is a hero yeah. of sorts. He wants to be. He's a hero worshiper, like of, especially of All Might. And so he f- comes across All Might one day and realizes that his power <laughs> is kind of fading. And All Might, uh, they kind of, through a series of things, come become friends-ish. And so All Might's power is... It only lasts for a his... few hours a day or something. Yeah. It, well, he got injured. He used to be able to keep up... Because he, he's super strong, usually. That's his persona. Right. But then it fades, and he turns into this skinny little wuss guy. Yeah, that's pretty so funny. Because he, he got injured, he can only do it a few hours a day. So he ends up passing this power on. That's his power, is to pass this amazing power on to somebody else who's worthy. And he kind of deems that kid worthy, but it's so powerful and he doesn't have a quirk quirk that he can't control it properly for like three seasons. (laughs) That's (laughs) so that's fun. (laughs) Yeah. You got that going for you, which is nice. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Yeah. So there you go. So much every week. More More anime. Anime. I know. We're turning into an anime podcast. Corey. Uh, How does that make you feel? Let's do it. Anime in Bollywood. All day long. feel like. I'm gonna make you believe. <laughs> more, more, just the the string scratch at the beginning. More that than anything. Hey, Mike, do we have any news? Uh, well, maybe. Hey, it's time for the pork. Wait, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. You can play a theme, see what happens. I guess. <laughs> uh. So it may be time for. I'm glad to know Mike's keeping up his consistent behavior from earlier. Time for news of maybe, apparently. Dune news. Mike. Yeah. As the executive producer of Fly Casual, I really okay. feel like we need to sit down and have a talk. Oh, okay. Put your little hand <laughs> oh, no. Wait. 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 I'm so confused. Hey. Welcome back, another fly casual. No. Tonight we're no. talking about everybody's favorite Damn movie it, genre, no. time loops. Where dude I stuck in a time loop doesn't know what's going on. I am you so... want to stick around for more? Another fly casual. God. Let's get ready. No. Jesus, bring me sweet release. <laughs> Mike? What? Mike? Hello? Let's just skip the news. Why are you rolling around and touching <laughs> your chest in a very awkward, <laughs> trembling way? I. That's all I had for news. Hey, I mean, it's time for the Porkins, by the way. Wait a minute. What? I haven't even done intro. I don't know what's happening. I am I so confused. Did someone go get Porkins, kid. We <laughs> need a great movie docket. for my docket. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know if y'all know this. <laughs> But this is some weird shit going on. <laughs> so, in the uh, movie Groundhog Day. Oh, yeah. With the Bill Murray. Yeah. 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 So, you know, after Tom Hanks turned the role down, because he said that he always plays the nice guy. So, if he was playing a jerk, everybody's just going to know he's going to end up a nice guy anyway. Oh, that's a good point. And then Michael Keaton turned it down. 
because he's like, I don't get the script. I'm Batman. Which he also says, he says one of the worst mistakes he ever made. <laughs> Bill Murray couldn't really wrestle with the complexity of playing this character and all these scenes over and over and over again, but playing them in different ways. So it got to the point where, where Harold Ramis was trying to tell him what he needed to do in this scene that he'd shot already many times with different dialogue. Bill Murray would just reduce it to, okay, okay, Harold, good Phil or bad Phil? <laughs> that movie had to be weird to, I, to film. Am I supposed to go now? You can go. Are you, you may go. Oh, shit. I you may be back in Call of Duty. Short night for you. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be like the shortest podcast so they, ever. Do you think uh, we're going to get so much hate scenes? discord. <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing? Hate, dis- hate dissing? That had to be a hate weird court? movie to film. Mike, are you going to be able to keep it together for the quote rest end quote of this podcast? I don't know. Let's find out. I'm going to try. Some Man, really strange I'm, behavior. I'm going to try. Well, there's a cot in the back. You can take a nap. There's a futon right over there. Mm-hmm. So Maybe I better stop. A, a futon? Well, in the meantime, I guess we might as well just hop right into the discussion topic of the uh, week there. Yeah, wow. What are we talking weird. about? Oh, Don't forget your booties because it's Groundhog Day. It's cold out there, everybody. Cold out there today. Cold out there every day. Good morning, campers. Yeah, rise and shine. Mm. It's yeah, balmy. Yeah, twenty-two degrees. Hey, Phil, you out see the groundhog? Ned, mm. Ned Ryerson, needle nose Ned, Ned the head. Come on, Case Western, hi buddy. Now don't tell me you don't remember me because I sure as heck fire remember you. <laughs> I love that movie, and I love the genre that we're talking about tonight. Oh yeah, it's my favorite. I think of uh, all the sci-fi. It, it, yeah, it, it it's kinda, like a micro genre. Maybe. Yeah, it is a micro genre. It really is. You know why too? Because it's not overdone. That's true, yeah. and hopefully that remains true. I, I agree. I couldn't agree more. Well, one of the problems is, the. I think the, I'm not going to say the first foray, because I'm sure it's not, but Groundhog Day, which, geez, has got to be close to 30 years old now, okay, came out and just blew the doors off the genre and was popular, so anybody who does anything similar is going to be compared against it. Mm-hmm. So... Right. It kind of defines the genre. It really, sure. it it is the quintessential time. I was thinking movie. about this, and I don't know because I didn't do enough research. Maybe you guys know, but I mean, this couldn't have been the original version of this genre, right? Oh, there's got to be. I, I, it was, it was originally credited to a girl who leapt through time, which was based on a Japanese light novel. Of course, it was. and then became a uh, live action <laughs> series in the '60s, really? and then an anime. In the 2000s. Mm. Not to be confused. But I wouldn't technically call that a time loop movie based on the anime. Because I haven't read the book or anything. But Say anime one more time. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it wasn't technically a loop. She could just go back through time. But it was like varying degrees backwards. Like she could go farther back or not as far back. Right. So I don't know. I don't know if that counts. But that's what the time loop Wikipedia says. Would you consider, and I may be 
way off base here, but um, Quantum Leap, would you consider that? Not Time Loop. Not a Time Loop? Nope, Time Travel. Yeah. If that. Now, it's within his lifetime, though. It was within his lifetime, but he wasn't repeating the same thing no. over and over right. again. Yeah. The now, there were times where he would... a subgenre of time travel. Yeah, it's a subgenre of time travel. Now, Quantum Leap approaches it in the fact that there were times where he would encounter like a crossover, like there were a couple of times where he would encounter a character that he knew that he was at another point. Right. Or, you know, or similar. And there's a couple of times where he leapt into the same people. A couple of times. But it was not a loop by right. any means. Right. In fact, everything that he did was changing the future. So when we say. So that by the very nature of the time loop, which is sure. you're stuck and you can't change so it. So when we say loop, I mean, we're really talking about Groundhog Day. We're really literally. Like, he lives a day over and over. Or a period of time. Over, yeah, the yeah. same period of time over and over again and doesn't have the ability initially, at least. At least to in Groundhog it. Day, it's the same day over. Right. Yeah. Yep. Well, te- technically, if he technically if he didn't die or sleep, he could have stayed awake, who knows, however long. But as soon as he, he died or went to sleep, it's right. six AM on Groundhog Day. Right. Yeah. Right. So uh but I would feel so unrested. Now, the reason why I actually uh, I suggested doing this episode was because there's a new film that mm. just was released on Hulu, right? Uh, called Palm Springs. Okay, it's Andy Samberg and chick from Black Mirror yeah. and that great episode. I see this, that, Christy Maloney. Yeah, the that fourth episode of uh, of uh, Mythic Quest that we've oh, raved Mil- over. Melody, Kristen Melody. Fourth episode or seventh episode? I don't know. Kristen Milioti. Either way, she's fantastic. I never saw that, or I did see the episode of Black Mirror, but I've forgotten about it. And when I saw that episode of Mythic Quest, I was like, "Who is this chick? She is." impressive because she's she's, she's a good actress she's a really good actress i don't know i don't know how much range she has but for what i've seen her play so far like she's does it better than anybody i could think of you know what i mean and uh she uh i was so when i saw the trailer for this film i was like okay so it's groundhog day but in a different situation and i was like great let's see how they explain this here's the thing they don't they 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 give you they they give you a a, a MacGuffin, and they get there you know eventually the movie has a resolution of sorts right but they're like you understand this is a time loop you've been through you've seen Groundhog like you, right. the, this is how the film project you know you understand it right we're gonna give you the basics but we're not here to do that we're here to do character exploration so how do you want to do that and it's really good you want to hit. Groundhog Day first. I don't want to go through. A, I don't want to go through and do the plots of movies or don't anything have to, like that. But but in summary, like yeah, basically Groundhog Day. Begat <laughs> this. Begat that. Yeah, but uh, you know the whole thing is someone ends up stuck in some sort of time loop, and whether or not they get out of it by evolving as a person right or whether there's some technical way to get out of it right they tend to usually in these films it becomes all about if you're faced with the same thing over and over again how can you figure out how to grow as a person because nothing changes the only thing that can change it's by the you. nature right. is you right and so and that's what, what I, do you choose to do and with that's that? what i love about groundhog day 
I think I told you guys earlier. I mean, the last time I saw this, I was a young man. Yeah, see, that freaks me out because I watch Groundhog Day annually at the longest. <laughs> I watch it every year. No, at least. It's probably been 20, one of my favorite five years since I've seen this movie. Oh my goodness! Oh, wow, Groundhog long time. Groundhog Day is the movie that made me start like hero worshiping Harold Ramis. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like I was like, oh my god, and I already loved Bill Murray. Well, I loved Harold Ramis too, but like I was suddenly, oh, Harold Ramis must be a genius. I mean, I remember liking this movie. But watching it again today for the first time in years and years, yeah, I was like, I love this movie. It is one of the best movies it is, ever. Yeah, made. it is something else. And and to kind of go back to what you were talking about about this new movie and and maybe some of the new movies. You know, you mentioned a MacGuffin. That's one of the things I like about this movie. Never is there nothing, is no MacGuffin. There's nothing. There's no explanation for all you as know, to why this happens. It all was in his head. It was all a dream sure. that just you know, right. It, it doesn't you matter. Just don't know at all. And, and it doesn't. It, yeah. it's, that's not the point of the movie. Yep. And uh, I really appreciated that because it's so easy to make. And it's, I think, modern day audiences maybe even expect that type of thing. They need an explanation. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I love the fact that this movie has no explanation. It just, it is what it is. Yep. And uh, I mean, it's, I guess it's open to some interpretation, but at the end of the day, I mean, the That's easy, a great discussion the piece. easy interpretation yeah, is yeah. that it's about a guy that is very self-centered and through self-discovery finds, okay, I've got to get from, you know, this very, you know, self-centered person to someone that cares about other people to the point that they start caring about him. Mm-hmm. And then that's where he turns the corner. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so anything, because that movie does that perfectly, anybody else that does this, I expect to bring something additional to right. the formula. You have to. Right. And so I had not, I've not seen, if you look up on the web, time loop movies, I haven't seen most of them. But the one that I saw the after that, where I was like, and I had no idea what I was getting into other than the fact that I'd listened to a podcast where Happy people were like, Death Day 2. No. <laughs> I actually watched that. It was, Edge, it was Edge of Tomorrow, which looked yeah. terrible. Like, oh, right. hey, another Tom Cruise sci-fi. Everyone was out. But I heard on a podcast, he's just talking about how, like, it's actually really good. And I didn't know anything else past about that. I'm like, all right, I'll watch it. I think I, I literally, I think I got the disc from Netflix in You're the probably mail. the one that made me that. You had watched it or had heard, like, around yeah. the same time that you heard this. You're like, I heard this is good. You should watch it. Yeah. And I watched it, and I was like, holy crap, it's a sci-fi Groundhog's Day. Right. Ground, <laughs> Groundhog Day. And it has a technical, or uh, not a technical, but it has a reason. Like, it, you understand right. the explanation at the end of the film of why he's going through it. But what it did was, it's like, all right, this is a character in essentially life or death situation. Right. So he's trying to figure out how to get through the day without dying. Right. Right. And so that, and and actually, even though it's a sci-fi and it's, it's a pretty serious sci-fi, there's actually mm-hmm. some extremely comedic elements. Oh, there is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like that's, that's the thing that movie. blew me away about edge of tomorrow is that it, it sold its comedy well, so well, because it's Tom not Cruise, a comedy at all. Tom Cruise can do comedy. Pretty he well, can. He just got is, away yeah. from it. Well, and from, you know, the, I don't know the whole Scientology hero worship yeah, I was thing, whatever. Say, Tom Cruise has had his whatever personal issues. Yeah. I think that has affected his professional 
Um, but at the end of the day, just looking at, at his career, yeah, he is a talented actor. He is. I mean, he is. I, I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, I don't care what you Tropic think about Thunder. his birth. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> yeah, that's right around the time where he was just like everybody's going, "Wait, what?" Yeah, yeah. Right. Actually, Tom Cruise, despite being a near demigod, right, to a selection of people, is actually a pretty funny guy. Yep. He can he. He can do more can do than it. just He's be got worship, chops, yeah. right? Right. So I anyway. Um, do Mission Impossible, but the like, yeah, like the fact that, like, you know, he's starting to fi- trying to figure out how to not die, but he keeps dying in the most mundane and like stupid ways and stuff like that while trying to just not die. I love this movie because yes, it's a different take on yeah. Groundhog's Day. And we're going to keep doing this. We're going to keep. We're going to Indiana up Groundhog Day by adding the apostrophe. I mean, S. essentially, what this movie is, though, right, is. It's it's the perspective of a person if they were a video game character, right? Pretty much. I mean, it's it's like you're playing a video game, you know, and how you how you play video modern video games oh, when now you, you go die. Back to Wreck-It Ralph, you go back so to your save point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You die. You go back to your save point, and you you repeat until you get past. To, when the, to the when next the movie checkpoint. came out, there was a lot of articles on the web about this is why gamers should see Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> like you're not the first person to right, make that comparison. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, that's totally you what it Mike is. is. What he said. <laughs> no, it's no, true. I'm just I'm saying that that is legit. If you want to simplify that movie, that's what it is. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a video game character trying to get to the next checkpoint. Yeah. and it has all the tropes of okay, you're getting frustrated that you're not getting to the next checkpoint, so now you're getting careless, and right. now guess what? You died in a stupid <laughs> way. Right? Yeah. yeah. Get run over by a truck. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. My favorite. My favorite one. <laughs> totally. So. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta watch Edge of Tomorrow again. Yeah, I know. Such a fun it's, movie. Yeah, okay, let's got... watch it right now. Let's just. <laughs> well, my favorite is at where this rate we'll gets... be done like an hour early because we skipped the first half of the podcast. That's, that's true. My favorite is when he's he's training and he gets hurt and he's like, "No, I'm okay. I'm okay." It's like you can't even stand up. No, I'm okay. And he, she just blows him away. <laughs> she knows, you know, she already knows he's gonna respond tomorrow. Yeah, like the day earlier that day. Yes, yep. yes, yeah. No, that's great. So uh, this new movie, Palm Springs, what it brings to the genre is that it's not one person okay yeah. it's like one groundhog day multiplayer yeah it's like multiplayer edge of groundhogs <laughs> edge of groundhogs. so and what it is is and it, and it happens pretty early so it's not a, really a spoiler it's kind of set up is that there's somebody who's already been stuck in it and someone else gets pulled into it and now they're living the same day together oh wow okay. my favorite my favorite part of the trailer is when she she decides, well, screw it. I'm just going to take this car and uh, I think hit a truck or kill herself. Some yeah. And and uh, Andy Samberg is you know there. He's like no, and he's, he just just starts putting his head between his yeah. knees. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Well, this <laughs> what are you doing? Happen. Well, this is probably the quickest way to die. I was like the last thing I want is to be laying in pain in a hospital for you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's Been just he's literally that. putting his head right against the dashboard to make sure he dies on impact because he's an expert at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yes, That's, it is. That, a, it's a great movie. It, great. It, guys, it's really good. I'm excited uh, to watch it. It's it's got J.K. Simmons in it. Yeah, J.K. Simmons well, is in yeah, it. It's a silly movie mm-hmm. but it also it's has it also has like existential crisis like analysis yeah. in it you know like more than one like different perspectives and like you see like several even though even though it's a time loop movie you see several character evolutions you know what i mean 
And, boy, I'm dropping, you know what I mean, more than usual even. I'm going way past my quota. I do know what you mean. It It, it, it is. What do you mean? It's you an easy watch. Which I feel like the funny thing is a time loop movie could be so complicated. It could be like Memento, where you're like, "Whoa, I need to take a nap after you watch it." Well, that I, sounds like backwards. I know, maybe. I know, but like it, it's so complex. I feel like a time loop movie could easily be that if it strays or doesn't execute well. But Groundhog Day isn't that. Edge of Tomorrow really isn't that, and this isn't that either. It's this is just a nice. It's just a nice fun film. Yeah, all three of them are. Trying to accomplish something different. Like Groundhog Day is, I guess, uh, I did some a, a little bit of research, but I guess Harold Ramis is somewhat Buddhist. I think he calls himself Buddhist. Buddhist. Because so he's Jewish of, Buddhist. Yeah. 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 But I think that's what it means. Or semi-Buddhist. So this was kind of like a Buddhist representation of the uh, reincarnation toward enlightenment or something. Right? Gotcha. You, 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 like at the beginning, you know, he's obviously very materialistic. He's kind of an asshole. And then he goes through these transitions where he becomes worse. And then he has realizes, okay, you know, none of this stuff is fulfilling to me. It's just, uh, I think it, it comes to a point when he actually starts killing himself, mm. himself in different ways. Yeah. And then she finally has a nice talk with uh, the main lady. I can't remember her name. Andy McDowell. Yeah. Rita. Yeah. Rita. And she's like, man, if I had all that time, I would just make myself a better person. I'd, I'd learn all this I stuff. I love that part of the movie. Yeah. Yes. And then he's like, and you can see, like, he's such a good actor, Bill Murray. You can see it click in his face. Yep. He's like, oh, yeah, that's the one thing I didn't try. Gets up doing the next all this day and just, yeah, starts making himself a better person. To the point where yeah. there are certain things that he's doing to improve himself every time he relives this day and to get continually better, like playing the piano and stuff like that. Yeah. But then there are also those things where it's just the mundane good thing. My One of my favorite scenes in the movie is when he's walking down the street, looks at his watch, and huh, double takes, and then starts running. To the kid. Because yeah. a kid is going to fall out of the tree, and he's saved the kid so many times that he knows the exact <laughs> second he's got to yeah. be there to catch this kid. Well, every day, yeah. you're going back to save this kid just right. in case mm -hmm. this is the day that goes for and, Like, the mundane for part of doing good. Right. For a comedy, yeah. it's so heartbreaking because he keeps trying to save... The old, the old guy, guy, the well, homeless guy. Yeah, yeah. And, huh. and the doctor's like, some people just, just, just their time. die and there's right. nothing you can right. do. And he tries to save him a few, I guess, one more time. And he's he's just like, yeah, I guess there's absolutely nothing you can do in this case. Yeah. It kind of sucks. It's like he has to accept inevitability while also yeah, doing he, everything he can to improve around. But see, it's when just I, amazing I, story. I love the ultimate. Yeah. Go the go ultimate is he's letting go of everything. Yeah. Until he can find his happiness. Because at the beginning, he's just miserable. Person. See what I love. And at the end, he's like, "Oh, now I'm happy because I've given up all my trappings and become right. an actual better person." Right. And again, at the end too, people people appreciate him. Mm -hmm. I mean, and maybe that was even the un unintended consequence. I think he intended to just better himself. Yeah. But, but as a result, realizing that it was improving everybody right, around him, around in there, him, yeah. right. Which is which is so antithetical to what he was attempting before he started the suicide stuff. Mm -hmm. Right before that, he was like. Okay, I have an easy way to hook up this this chick at the at the restaurant, yeah, right? Yeah, I can get to know right. everything about her. And, and then he realizes I really have this thing for Rita, you know, Andy McDowell, mm -hmm. and he starts trying to 
impress her by getting to know her, and it's all manipulation. Yeah, and and the whole montage where she slaps him across the face a hundred times. Yeah, you know, is great because it's like you know, eventually she sees through it. You know, yeah, and it's great that the one time he is ultimately still not a good guy, right? And and the one in his turning point. You know, and he's not even trying to impress her at this point. He's just telling her the truth. He's like, you know, I am a God. And, you know, and that's where he like. Yeah. Oh, it's a great scene. I am a God. You're not God. (laughs) I didn't say I'm the God. God. I'm I'm a God. God. Right. (laughs) And he go and and shows all this stuff to her. And, you know, and she, you know, obviously she's like, you know, something's something's weird. So keep talking because we're stuck here anyway. Right. And then she gives him, you know, the sage wisdom. Because the blizzard does not push on to Altoona. <laughs> sure does. But that's the turning point that that changes and and again at the end of the movie, you know, he's not even really pushing to impress her, but he does just because he's better Because himself. he's being genuine, he's and not And she trying, just yeah. sees that he's infe- affected all these people all around. And 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 that alone is to make her because she's a very good person. In one day. In one day, that's <laughs> enough to make her go, "Oh, I was wrong about this guy." Completely. To the point where, because I thought he was a total a hole, right. but look at this amazing effect he has right. on people. To the and, point yeah. where she spends the night with him, and, and yep, and they connect. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> she spends <laughs> the night with him though multiple times. Like she does. I like it. She's laying there. The clock ticks midnight. She goes, "It's midnight," and he's like, "Yeah, you're still here." <laughs> Six a.m. Said it was. I never said it was midnight. <laughs> what? Yeah, she laughs. I never said it was midnight. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I guess in that scene it establishes that it when six a.m. the next day rolls around, that that it would go to the previous day. Yeah. So yeah, that yeah, I, I said he could stay awake, but no, no, that, they do establish that. You're right. Yeah. 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 They 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 nailed that in in Palm Springs. Uh, you could theoretically just try to stay awake as long as possible. <laughs> that was funny. Oh, so good. When he said he made it to Equatorial Guinea once. Yeah. <laughs> he, was like, he was so proud. He was like strung out on like en- energy drinks and methamphetamines. <laughs> he was like snorting crystal meth yeah, and driving as far south as he could. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It's great. Nice. It's, it, it, and I I realize that like I want to see more time loop movies, but I feel yeah. like I've seen the three best ones, and I'm afraid to explore yeah. further. Yeah. Well, but well, doesn't Palm Springs? And I haven't seen it yet, but doesn't that prove that if you guys like it as much as you do? But that- the problem is, Palm Springs was done by really good people, right. like really really skilled writer like writing because they knew exactly how silly to make it. You know, all the way to, I mean, Gary, all the way to the test that she conducts with the goat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to spoil anything because the movie just Mm -hmm. came out, but it's like, it's ridiculous, but it's just the right ridiculous so that we can still take this very seriously at other points. (laughs) You like know. I don't, I don't know how much I want to spoil it, but I no, love parts. No. Yeah, just the <laughs> crazy stuff they off the wall. Like I'm not the dance scene in the bar. And I'm yes, not, I'm not going to say what it is. Yes. but that scene was just it's like, what's I the point of that? Because they've got to figure out what to do with all this time. <laughs> so why not do something stupid? You know what I mean? Yeah, I did it again. Uh, but I, I, oh, this is a good movie. Yeah, yeah I'll say I watched a few more movies on that list in preparation and yeah those a groundhog day edge of tomorrow and palm strings are by far the best they stand out yeah there's there's the the uh, happy death day which 
it's more of a horror bent on the uh, groundhog time loop thing. And it's it's okay. I mean, it's a teenage horror movie, so you, you get what you get. Yeah. This the second one is a little bit better because they actually it takes place directly after the first one, and they ex, they go through the whole explanation of why it's happening. So <laughs> it's more of a science fiction time loop than a horror time loop. Weird. So it's weird, and the horror part is kind of just in the background, which is very strange. And then I watched uh, Blood Punch, <laughs> which is wow. I mean, the Not name <laughs> alone just well, it's it, invokes just we don't take well, any part of this seriously. It's another one where they explain why it's happening. So in this one, um, there's a, a in, um, Native American uh, uh, area where they have a cabin. And anytime blood is spilled or someone, I think it's someone who's killed in this on this ground, then the day keeps repeating until... <laughs> there's only one person left alive weird so yeah so it's it's an interesting twist so it's it's PUBG, but yeah basically a native american you didn't watch one of the 300 the girl who left through time i i yeah i watched that one but that I don't there's like 300 of them there's like they keep remaking it every five years they remake it again oh yeah but that's not a true time loop movie that's i i call that a time travel movie i don't know why it's on that list doesn't make sense yeah your face doesn't make sense <laughs> I I feel like any of these three movies, uh, of Groundhog Day, uh, uh, Palm Springs, and Edge of Tomorrow, all three very different movies. I mean, yes, two of them are comedies. One of them is more silly comedy. One of them is more just exploration comedy. And then Edge of Tomorrow, which is straight up sci-fi. With some comedy. With some comedy. I think I could watch these three movies virtually any day. Yeah. I agree. On loop, would you say? (laughs) (laughs) See what I did there? I may. Honestly, like, I don't think I would have to be in the right mood or anything to watch these films. Now, I can't watch Palm Springs with the kid around, and Edge of Tomorrow has some violence. (laughs) But uh, Groundhog's rated PG. Groundhog Day, I've watched with my daughter at least twice. You could watch that. She likes that film. And I, Groundhog Day also has some of the best music. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the closing credit song is one of my favorite. Actually, I think Groundhog Day may be the first movie that while I was in the theater, when the credits rolled, I was like, oh, this song's perfect. And it was almost like being in love, Nat King Cole, one of my favorite songs of all time. And But there's there's other like great use of jazz and, and classical American piano and and just it just very and, and also the orchestration for the film. It's all so fluid and just wonderful. I, I that film is so close to in what I would call perfect. Now, not mm-hmm. that there is only one perfect, but the the film is almost flawless. If anything, I would take issue with is that Chris Elliott is awkward AF because <laughs> well, he's not Chris, Chris Elliott, Elliott in this movie. No, he's not. He's no. just for whatever reason the camera guy is played by Chris Elliott. You know, we better get moving. We're going to stay ahead of the weather. He's okay. He's he's not. Uh, But a couple of his lines seem so awkwardly phoned in because he's he's a he's a comedic actor, not an actor actor. And I think it would have been better if they had an actor actor in that role. Um, And also back then, whenever I saw Bill Murray in a movie, you played spot the Brian Doyle Murray 
So every time there's Brian Doyle Murray, I'm like, yeah, there, because it's a Bill Murray. It's it's like watching, it's like when you used to watch a Ron Howard movie, and it was like, you spot the Clint. <laughs> yeah, Clint? Spot, spot the Clint. Clint. Yeah. yeah, There's the Clint. So. Uh, of Star Wars fame. Yes, of Star Wars. Of Star Wars. Fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, both Ron Howard also of Star Wars fame. <laughs> let's yeah, let's not forget. <laughs> so, and then also Bryce that's Dallas that... Howard of Star Wars fame. Oh, oh that's true. Yeah, yeah the whole family is Star Wars. I'm family. so glad I like her now. <laughs> Me too. I didn't like her as an actress, but I'll take her directing if that more stuff like that episode of Mandalorian. Yeah, this isn't even mentioning all the TV episodes. Yes, loops, there's a lot more. Are numerous i i i want a new film in this genre to come out like in this subgenre like maybe every decade well you you look through the list that's on wikipedia yeah and it's like very sparse you know you start off uh the the girl who leapt through time uh, on the list you know in 83 and then it kind of goes through the 90s and then you hit to like 2010 and you're getting two or three every year on this list. You get up to 2014 has like five. Wow. You know, 2017 oh, wow. has like eight or no six. Are you you're on the Wikipedia time yeah. loop movies list? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 2018 only had one. obviously not making all of them are making a splash. Yeah. So, but yeah, there was a period of time between 2010 and 2017 where. There was apparently, according to this list, I can't verify if they're truly time loop movies. Yeah. But there's a lot. There's probably a good 30 or so or yeah. more between that time period. Uh, there's one now that's caught my attention. There's one called Naked. Wait, that, would get, that would catch huh? your attention. What? Until you read what? the thing. It's all it's, dudes. It's all dudes. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, right. <laughs> no, a dude Wiener who he's, he's got a good story. Oh. He uh, he wakes up nude on an elevator on his wedding day, and it <laughs> loops like that. I don't. Okay. know. Oh, that's not good. Interesting. So, so anyway, I uh, I if I would say if anybody if you've seen one of those movies and like one of those like three movies, the top three that mm-hmm. that we've named. And liked any one of them, you should see the other ones. Yeah, because I again, I would never have thought that after Groundhog Day you could do this. What use this trope and make a good I mean, movie? But they, they have all done three, it. and I'm assuming a lot, most of the other ones. It, there's reasonable explorations that you go would assume people would go through, and all those movies just go through them, and so there's no difference in that. You know, okay, I want to try to kill myself. I want to try to yeah. do this. So Every was, yeah. single one of those movies kind of explores that. Yeah. yeah. And so mm-hmm. and that's always fun and interesting to think about. But yeah, bringing a new different take on it like these movies have. Yeah. Is, yeah. It's interesting because it. it's kind of like that thought experiment. Like, would you do something... If there was no consequences, like would you murder someone if you knew there was no consequences? Well, yeah. Which is another great scene in Groundhog Day because yeah. they're after the bowling and they're in the car. Let's get some flapjacks. <laughs> well, I mean, I think Palm Springs explores that a little bit better, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. They do, they do, they go further into it, sure. Because he, yeah, um, because they address that and it made me, and that's one of the points in this, like, I guess, comedy, dark comedy, probably. I'm just like, oh yeah, that's a good point, Andy Samberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, what's his name from Groundhog Day? Uh, uh, whatever his name. Bill is. Connors. Uh, Bill yeah, he he got uh, Danny Rubin. The original day, the idea for Groundhog Day, uh, the writer Danny Rubin, got the idea from oh, okay. uh, Anne Rice and the vampire Lestat. Yeah, really? Oh, um, I didn't know where, that. Yeah, where she like was exploring, like, well, if you... You named a book that I've read, and yeah. I'm excited about this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they explore the, like, if, uh, immortality and, like, yeah. what would you... Yeah, do, you know. Yeah, actually, now that you said it, I'm kind of freaking out. I'm kind of having my own little existential crisis because I've never connected the dots between these two things. But those are both things that I really enjoy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Basically, that's Lestat's. That's his curse in his vampirism mm -hmm. is that he becomes so prolific and powerful that everything loses all meaning. Yeah. Exactly. So, mm -hmm. I think that's where he got kind of the original idea was the. Wow. To do that. Yeah. I had no idea. That's Take crazy. that, Porkins. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, dude, that kid's mad, like man. playing Call of Duty or something at this point. I know. That's why Let's I said it. Cease and desist letter. Uh, you beat me up. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Probably. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's time to wrap this up. Mm. Let us know how you feel about these films. And if you've seen any of the other ones we mentioned or some other ones we didn't, let us know. On the Discord. You want to join us because I know you do. Go to betterkind.com, click on the link Discord, or you go to Twitter at flycasual1138, and you'll find the link in our bio to join us and join the conversating that happens up in there, up in there. In the meantime, run out wherever you get the podcast, give us a nice little review so we can find more listeners just like you because the only thing that can prove upon you is more you. Um, that's about it. Oh, wait, no, 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 welcome back to other fly oh, casual. That's no, right, we're talking about time loop movies, no. and we are jelly. No, after reshoot that intro, oh, redemption, my mic, sweet, sweet redemption. What, what happened, Mike? Sounds like you found. I can actually, I can actually explain exactly what happened. Mike, Eric's mom loves me, and she all these really, other really loves me in this genre. Whenever they fall asleep, they start the day over. But in this case, Mike actually fell asleep, and it ended the podcast. This is a true story. <laughs> this podcast is just Mike's dream, and we're all stuck in it. Yep, we're all in the snow globe. Mike's psyche. So much. <laughs>